Welcome to In Him with Pastor Dan Wormuth of Joplin Family Worship Center, located on East 7th Street in Joplin, where they are passionate about sharing the freedom and forgiveness found in Jesus Christ. Now, here's Pastor Dan with this week's edition of In Him. So as we review this brand new year that we've stepped into, I believe it's a prophetic year and it's the year of the open door. You just need to say this out loud. I have an open door. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of doors that have been slammed in our face through the years. I, I, can I get a witness? There have been times where you really felt like this was what God wanted you to do and the door slammed shut. But there are doors that no man can shut or open that only God has um, an operation and how that door is operating in my life. I have prayed many times, Lord, if this is not the direction you want, shut the door and keep out the devil. (laughs) I just do not want, I don't want to walk down a path that's not for me, but I definitely want to make sure there's an open door. So some doors I've had to knock at. Can I have an amen? When the Lord said, that is your door. Don't ask Monty Hall for another curtain or another box. But, okay, three people knew about that one. I really am getting older. So um, there are times where I've had to knock on the door and the Lord would come and open the door, even when someone else was trying to keep it closed. And discernment and, and having the Holy Spirit in our life is really important for that. In Revelation 3 and 8, I know your record of works and what you're doing. See, I have set before you an open door, a wide open door, which no one is able to shut. When the Lord opens a door. It's a wide open door and nobody going to shut it. Can I have an amen? And I know that you have a little power. So the Lord knows that there have been times when you had just a little bit of strength left. You had used everything you had just getting to that door. But this is what his word says. And you have yet kept my word and guarded my message and have not renounced or denied my name. That is the key. That when the door is open and the Lord has made it open and you might come to the door with this is about all the strength I got left, but you've kept his word and not denied his name. Honey, there is a victory for you in the next step. If all you got is enough strength to take the next step, take it and watch what happens for your life. So I believe we are living in an open door. And the New Living Translation has said, I know all the things about you. I know everything. And I've opened a door for you. I like the way it said it in the New Living because this is what it's saying. Yes, I know you. I know where you have stumbled. I know where you have struggled. I also know where you held on to my word and did not deny my name. Did anybody hear me? I like the way it was rendered there because the Lord wants to know he knows your frame. He knows how you're made. He knows how you're wired and he's interested in doing some rewiring. Someone recently told me they had to do some replumbing, a whole lot of plumbing in the house. That that was a task. But let me just tell you this, that God knows how to replumb. He knows how to rewire. He knows how to rebuild. He He knows how to do all of that. And he knows what you've been through. And yet... He sets before you an open door. <laughs> yes. I'm about to bless myself right here just thinking about it. So uh, we have stepped through this door. We're already in it, 5784. We're positioning ourselves to hear what the Holy Spirit is saying for the days ahead. And we're marking a new spiritual season. And it's full of a prophetic significance. Look at these. God is releasing wisdom, discernment, and direction for those who wait on him. 
Sometimes I'm in a hurry for what God wants to do next. But there is a waiting with and on the Lord. Now, to wait on the Lord doesn't mean to keep looking at your watch wondering when is he going to show up. Waiting on the Lord means stay actively serving in that which your assignment is until you see him direct differently. When I go to a restaurant to eat, there is a server who's been assigned to our table. And they come with a smile on their face and they come looking for what can they bring us to refresh us and uh, water or tea or soda, whatever it is. And they come looking for an opportunity to discover, would you like an appetizer? And they bring you the menus and you look at all of that and you're looking at the food. Tell me about this. Have you had that? And most servers can tell you, oh, yes, I've had that. I didn't care for it. But you might. I like it when they're honest that way. I like it when they offer their opinion. I also like it when they don't force their opinion on my menu choices. And, but they're serving. And then they bring me my food. And, and they bring me anything else I need. And then they bring me the check. Some people don't like it when they do that. I do. I like it because I did not have to cook it. I, my wife didn't have to cook it. We're not going to wash no dishes. Somebody said hallelujah. And, and they have been kind and pleasant. And, and now it's an opportunity to say thank you for your attentiveness. I'm going to pay the store, the restaurant for their part. But then I want to bless them. And I want them to know that they are worthy of my gratitude. <laughs> That's how it is with the Lord. They that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. Serving the Lord brings strength. Yes, there is a pausing in the Lord that is important to do, but there's a staying in the vein of what he's asked us to do. So just stay with me. Uh, Saturate with grace, favor. Saturated with grace and favor, vision and realignment, fresh opportunities. And then uh, opening our hearts as the Lord speaks through his word and dreams and prophetic encounters, etc. Remembering that the key to navigating the new season that we're in, navigating this season well, is staying attuned to the guidance of the Holy Spirit. Someone say, stay plugged in to the Holy Ghost. Mm. Did you hear me? We, we, had a, we had a college student who was going to MSSU and they came from the old Pentecostal church uh, and they, they, they were over in Tulsa and, and their mama would call up and say, how you doing? And, 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 he, and he would say, I'm doing good. And she'd say, are you praying in tongues? I'm, <laughs> Isaac, are you praying in tongues? <laughs> he said, yes, mama, I'm praying in tongues. No, I said, are you praying in tongues? He said, yes, my mom, I'm, I'm still praying in tongues. She said, no, nah, that's not what I said. Are you praying in tongues? She, so when Isaac's mama was asking him a question, she wanted to know, are you doing a little bit more than just a hubba-bubba-bubba-bubba-bubba? Okay, y'all don't know what I'm talking about, do you? Who knows what I'm talking about? Listen, when you try to get the, the motorcycle going, hunda da 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 but you, you got to do more than just to try. We need to get that engine revving. Can I hear? Sometimes we, and so he would say, yes, mama. I'm still, so I love that story about him and his mama, how she wanted to know, are you yet? Cause she knew where he was. And in school, he needed to stay plugged into the Holy ghost. Oh, to have mamas and daddies like that all the time. 
Oh, my mama went to heaven. Then let somebody know so they can be a mama and ask, are you yet praying in tongues? Are there any mamas in the house that are willing to be one of those mamas? Any three, five, seven, 12, any papas in the house? Any mamas and the papas in the house? Jesus helped a pastor today. Listen, you and I need to encourage one another and provoke one another to good works. Are you yet praying in the Holy Ghost? See, there's a place beyond just superficial praying in the Spirit where you go, you go to a place in the realm of the Spirit where the gully washer comes. Does anybody know about the gully washer? When you pray in the Holy Spirit and the gully washer comes and removes the debris from society, from, from the course of the day, from, from things that you saw or heard. There's, a, there's an old-fashioned gully washer. You, you would stand in them lines at, for that revival down there in Florida. For how long? I mean, you, hours. Why? Because you knew there was a gully washer coming. You knew there was an encounter coming. And there was a hunger to wait and be in the place for an appointed time. And I'm just asking you today to, to be mindful that the Lord wants to do that. So we're just going to draw near to God and watch the transformation unfolds. This 5784 is the bringing, it's bringing a shift. Has anyone noticed a shift in the last uh, 72 hours? There's a change, there's transformation. But I want you to see Jesus standing at the door with a smile, not standing at the door with disgust. That's the, that's the point of God is good. We need to see what is happening in the earth right now. Jesus is smiling. He's not smiling at the loss of life. He's smiling because he's yet going to work good in the midst of what has been evil. Did you know there's a spanking coming? <laughs> and it's not God spanking his kids. <laughs> but the enemies of Israel are about to get a spanking. Just let me help you out just a little bit if you want to know where, where we're going. We're going to witness the Lord's provision. So we're going to walk through the door with deeper relationship with the Lord. And secondly, we're going to watch a transformation unfold in our own lives on the great adventure we're in. A realignment and right connections is part of uh, what the Lord was speaking to us about uh, just several weeks ago. And now I see that. If you would be reminded with me, some of those key areas that we know the Lord is wanting to change in the hearts of people today, it's old mindsets transformed, Romans 12 and 2. Old mindsets transformed. Look at this next one. Daily patterns realigned. Sometimes there's these things that we do every day. We just think it's just okay and it becomes a rut. Do you know what a rut is? A grave with two open ends. And if you stay there very long, people will just fill it in. I don't need no dirt on top of my back. I'm going to get out the rut. I'm not going to allow a daily pattern uh, to keep me stuck. I, I want to be realigned with the Lord with my daily patterns so that my daily patterns are bringing life and, and health, not just for myself, but for my family and for the people I work with. Are you, are you hearing me? Relationships renewed. I believe God wants to do some relationship renewal. That will require an act on our part that we didn't think possible. Can we just do a prophetic pause and see love for just a second? There are things 
There are relationships the Lord wants to renew for a reason. They got something. They have something on the inside of them that is beneficial for me. For my assignment, for my destiny. And an offense could cut me off from my resource. The Lord wants us to be renewed. Fresh inspiration in responsibilities. I I think um, there are things that the Lord has called us to do. We just need to have a renewal of inspiration in that. And I see that here in Colossians 3.23. And then another key area is desires surrendered to God's will. Look at your neighbor and say, surrender is a good thing to the Lord. (laughs) Don't surrender to the devil. And then wholeness and care for our temples. So we're just, we're going to let the Lord continue to bring um, his, his presence, even in the midst of what seems to be a very disconcerting moment. We're not going to fear the shaking and the shifting that the Lord is allowing during the transition time for, I believe, the world. Every season's change has its uncertainties, and he makes good in the midst of all of it to establish proper boundaries. Like he's about to reestablish some boundaries in Israel. I don't know if you knew that or not, but the Lord exposes mindsets that hinder and, and, and the call for undivided devotion to him. We really cannot afford to be divided in our devotion to the Lord. So there are some kingdom doors that must be opened by force through prayer. Some stuff you can't, you can't open uh, unless prayer is the component. What do you mean by that? I just simply mean that sometimes the Lord is waiting on a change in me. Prayer doesn't tell God, you have to do what I want, God. As I enter into prayer, God says, thank you for coming and joining me in a conversation. Let's talk about you for just a minute. <laughs> prayer was never intended to be my, uh, my Christmas list. Prayer was intended to be a conversation with God, a relational conversation. And in the midst of it, he points out, this is hurting you or hindering you. What should we do about it? Well, you know, the only one that can make a move on that is me and you. We're the ones that need to make a move on that. Set, set that out of our life. And prayer can open doors. Uh, there are some decrees that need to be made. I love it when Pastor Bev would read decrees for us, for us to proclaim and declare. Um, Pastor Rick. And it was decrees that it really brought him through the valley of the shadow of death. Uh, when the enemy was trying to take out his life, but you decreed a thing and you kept speaking that. Every time, every time someone would say something negative about the health prognosis, you would declare, God's got this. God's got this. God's got this. Not like, well, God can do what he wants. No, she had a promise. God's got this. The blood paid for this. Stripes laid on his back paid for this. God's got this. It was a proactive uh, um, approach or proclamation to what God is, was doing. And so I, I love that about those declarations. Why are you talking about basic things we've heard before, Pastor Dan? Because foundations will be important whenever there's a shaking, when there's a shift, whenever there's environmental uh, disconcerns, when there's wars and rumors of wars. Is this Ezekiel 37? Is this Psalm 83? Let me just say what it is. It's the day of the Lord is what it is. It's a day that the Lord wants to reveal himself for us. Don't be as, don't be afraid of what is coming. Be alert to who is coming. I'm about to bless myself. 
I said, don't be afraid of what's coming. Be, be alert to who is coming. So, so God is granting his sons and daughters keys and strategies to access places that we've not uh, had experienced before. And, and those monumental shifts are in the church. They're in governments. See that? Call to righteousness. Medicine and healthcare Call for breakthroughs. Finances, call for kingdom principles to manifest. Marketplace, a call for integrity. Can I have an amen? And then literally a, a monumental change in within ourselves. That's a call for renewal. In the media, call for truth. And then between nations, it's a call for peace. Now listen, what will happen right now, just be aware of this. What's going to happen right now after this horrific um, attack on the part of the people, uh, the, the enemy who live in that city of Gaza. I have to watch what I say this morning because it's online and I don't want me to shut down what we're trying to say to our online people. So I'm going to try to talk in code to some degree, but what will happen is that all of a sudden they'll, they'll, they'll beg for peace so that there's no retaliation. That has been the pattern. They kill Israelis, but they don't want the Israelis to then, like, take care of business. What's been said so far is that they had no clue this was coming. They had no intelligence. That, that's, that's real disconcerting. The way by which they attacked and literally went into homes and slaughtered families and took hostages... This is evil. And God doesn't take kindly to evil from whomever. Oh, but God is love. He loved you enough to put you in a corner. And he's about to do that. And you watch. You watch and see, well, Pastor Dan, why are you bringing that up today? Because I need every one of us today to be an agent of Psalm 91. That's where I'm going. I need us to go to Psalm 91. Would you go there with me today? Psalm 91. Try it in D, Joe. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High Shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty And I will say of the Lord He is my refuge and my fortress My God in Him will I trust, and I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge. Anybody remember that? And my, my God in Him will I trust. (laughs) Cha-cha-cha. That was for El Salvador today. There you go. (laughs) Psalm 91. The reason why I reminded you of what we talked about before is because how prophetic was the Lord speaking to us about shifts, realignments, and changes that are coming. So I want your heart to be settled. I do not want you to fear. What's going to happen, Pastor Dan? God is yet 
unfolding his plan. Remember the most important thing here. For God so loved the world, he is still sending the gospel into Gaza and into Israel. He's sending the gospel into the sub-Sahara. He's sending it into Africa. He's sending it into Asia, Asia Minor, Asia Major. He's sending it into the Near East, the Middle East, the Far East. He's still sending the gospel from North Pole to South Pole. And whosoever will call on the name of the Lord shall be saved. My prayer is that the fear and awe of the Lord will come so strongly upon the coastal region of the land called Israel that salvation will come and enemies will drop their guns and turn from their wicked and evil ways. I pray that in the name of Jesus. One thing's for sure, Psalm 91 is the pattern for us to look at in this moment. When the people you work with look at you and they go, why are you not concerned? Oh, because I know God's got this. It doesn't surprise me because God spoke to this. He knew there would be these kinds of issues. As long as someone is unwilling to receive the gift of God, Jehovah, that was given through Yeshua, Jesus the Messiah, there will be rebellion. But God, who is rich in mercy, he's yet working. God's got a plan and he's working that plan. Listen, the rapture is not an escape exit. The rapture is a wedding train. We're on our way to the feast. Are you hearing me? Anyone who's ever made fun of people who are trying to get out of here because they're just trying to get away from all the trouble, we've been living in trouble. So I'm not trying to get away from trouble. I just know I'm getting married. Anybody else getting married? I'm married to Cindy and the two of us are going to go get married to the Lamb. In that city where the Lamb is the light. (laughs) In that city where there cometh no night. I have a mansion over there. And it's free from toil and care. That means no vacuuming, no dusting. I wish I had someone to help me out today. Psalm 91, we're going to read it. I'd like to read to you from the Amplified. And I'd like to just set some things in motion today. And then I want to look at some more things in the weeks to come. He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall... This is how the Amplified renders it. Remain stable and fixed under the shadow of the Almighty, whose power no foe can withstand. When you look at the Hebrew words, this rendering gives us the fuller understanding of what the Word of God says. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress, my God, On him I lean and rely, and in him I confidently trust. For then he will deliver you from the snare of the fowler, from the deadly pestilence. Then he will cover you with his pinions. And under his wings, that means even his feathers have the ability to protect you. And under his wings, are you hearing me? Shall you trust and find refuge. His truth and his faithfulness are a shield and a buckler. You shall not be afraid of the terror of the night, nor of the arrow, um, the evil plots and slanders of the wicked that flies by day. Psalm 91 knew that CNN was coming. (laughs) 
I'll just say that one, but you can add all the rest to the list. Okay, all right. He knew. Nor of the pestilence that stalks in the darkness, nor the destruction and the sudden death that surprise and lay waste at noonday. Did that not just happen? A thousand may fall at your side, 10,000 at your right hand, but it shall not come near you. Only a spectator shall you yourself, you be yourself inaccessible in the secret place of the most high. There's a place of inaccessibility the enemy can't get to. And that's where I want to dwell. (laughs) As you witness the reward of the wicked, because you have made the Lord your refuge. So how, if you make the Lord your refuge, you will see the reward of the wicked. If you want to see what happens to the wicked, you have to make the Lord your reward. I'm sorry, make him your refuge. Isn't that powerful? And the most high your dwelling place. There shall no evil befall you, nor any plague or calamity come near your dwelling. Who has been quoting that one for a long time? I know I have. Neither shall any plague come nigh my dwelling. I mean, one of the first ones I learned as a kid, continue to speak it. When the pandemic was just raging, I just kept declaring. Did you ever get the, the, you know, the COVID, Pastor Dan? We did. We got it. We survived it. And a bunch of you did. And, and there are some who didn't. And they still won because they're in heaven. <laughs> I miss them. I wish they were still here. But all I can say is the Lord was yet good in the land of the living. We survived. And when my doctor told me how much immunity I had, I said, how much? He said, how much do you think you need? I said, I don't know. Just tell me. Some people said they got a lot. He says, you have more than enough for you and anyone else. I go, wow, that's a lot. Praise God. I was happy about that. So the Lord is going to be my most high. Uh, He's going to be my protection. Can I have an amen today? Uh, There shall no evil befall you, no plague come to your dwelling. Number 11, for he will give his especial charge. The Amplified says especial charge. Literally, um, it's on purpose the angels are being told to look after you and your family and your children. In other words... There are angels that are ninjas. Can I have an amen? Do you know who invented MMA? God. It was first given to angels and then handed off to TJ. Are you hearing what I'm saying? I mean, God is good. He has angels who know how to take care of business. Some things you ought not even fight about. Some things you need to just draw a bloodline and say, I declare the blood of Jesus. And now, angel, I know you ain't been too busy lately. Take care of business. Get after that. Are you hearing me today? I like this passage of scripture. They shall bear you up on their wings, the Bible says. Preserve you in your, all your ways, uh, lest you dash your foot uh, against a stone. And you, you, someone look at your neighbor and say, you will tread upon the lion and the adder, the young lion and the serpent. Shall you trample underfoot? That's, is that not Luke's gospel? Was it chapter 19? And he's given you power to tread upon serpents and scorpions and upon all the power of the enemy so that nothing should by any means hurt you. You got Psalm 91. You got Luke 19. You have promise in the first covenant and in the second covenant for you to walk and tread upon the enemy. And no power of the enemy shall hurt you because he has set his love upon me. Now, this is really important. All of this blessing is for one reason. 
He set his love upon you and me. Thank you for listening to In Him with Pastor Dan Wormuth of Joplin Family Worship Center. Listen to this broadcast again at KNEO.org. You can also download a podcast version of today's message by searching KNEO on iTunes. Joplin Family Worship Center is located on E7th Street in Joplin and has ministries for all ages. They invite you to join them this week for Sunday morning worship at 10 a.m. and Wednesday evening service at 7 p.m. Find out more at jfwc.org or facebook.com slash Joplin Family Worship Center. Follow Pastor Dan on Twitter at Daniel H. Wormuth. Thank you for listening. And remember, in Him, you are free. God's Word speaks truth. God's Word speaks life. And God's Word speaks to us today. Hi, I'm Pastor John Marins of the Granby Christian Church. Each week we explore God's Word together on In the Shadow of Your Wings, a radio broadcast on KNEO. Tune in each Saturday at 6.45 p.m. to hear the show. And if you ever miss it, you can always view the archive online at kneo.org. We also have the program available as a podcast as well, so you can listen anytime, anywhere. It's available from Sky High Podcast Network. I invite you to check out the show and learn more about our incredible God and how He cares for you. You can trust Him. You can depend on Him, and you can rest in the shadow of His wings. 